Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, my take on higher-order game theory, published by Nissan on November 30, 2021 on the AI Alignment Forum. This is how I currently think about higher-order game theory, the study of agents thinking about agents thinking about agents. This post doesn't add any new big ideas beyond what was already in the post by Diffractor linked above. I just have a slightly different perspective that emphasizes the metathread approach and the role of non-determinism. This is a work in progress. There's a bunch of technical work that must be done to make this rigorous. I'll save the details for the last section. Multiple levels of strategic thinking. Suppose you're an agent with accurate beliefs about your opponents. It doesn't matter where your beliefs come from. Perhaps you have experience with these opponents, or perhaps you read your opponent's source code and thought about it. Your beliefs are accurate, although for now we'll be vague about what exactly accurate means. In a game of chicken, you may want to play swerve, since that's the maximum strategy. This is zeroth order thinking because you don't need to predict what your opponent will do. Or maybe you predict what your opponent will do and play the best response to that, swerving if they'll go straight and going straight if they'll swerve. This is first order thinking. Or maybe you know your opponent will use first order thinking. So you resolve to go straight, your opponent will predict this, and they will swerve. This is second order thinking. Beyond second order, chicken turns into a commitment race. In Prisoner's Dilemma, zeroth and first order thinking recommend playing defect, as that's a dominant strategy. Second order thinking says that it's good to cooperate on the margin if by doing so you cause your opponent to also cooperate on the margin. Let's say it's worth it to cooperate with probability P if your opponent thereby cooperates with probability more than P2, although the exact numbers depend on the payoff matrix. If you're a third-order agent, you might commit to cooperating with probability equal to 51% times the probability that your opponent cooperates. This causes your opponent to cooperate with certainty, and thus you're bound to cooperate with probability 51%. This is a Pareto-optimal outcome that favors you heavily. Fixed Points so far we've talked about agents of order n plus 1 playing against agents of order n. What about games between agents of equal order? If two first order agents play the best response to each other, then they play a Nash equilibrium. Let's see how this works in matching pennies, which has a mixed strategy Nash equilibrium. If the even player thinks odd is more likely to play heads, then even will play heads. If the even player thinks odd is more likely to play tails, then even will play tails. If even thinks odd is equally likely to play heads or tails, then even will be indifferent. So if both players have well-calibrated beliefs, we must be in the equilibrium where both players are indifferent and both players play 12 heads, 12 tails. What if even always plays heads when it's indifferent? In that case, there is no equilibrium, which is awkward for our theory. But this behavior requires even to represent its beliefs as real numbers. If we make the more realistic assumption that even's beliefs are arbitrary precision numbers, then it can never be sure that it's on the decision boundary. It gets stuck in a for loop, querying its belief for ever more precision in case it's not exactly 0.5000. Then some other process, like infinitesimal errors in the beliefs, causes the agent to output the equilibrium strategy of 12 heads, 12 tails. The space of all agents. Now we're ready to define our types. I'll leave some details to the last section. The space A0 of zeroth order agents is just the set of actions or pure strategies 1. The space of n plus 1 st order agents is the space of functions on probability distributions on n. That is, n plus 1 equals delta and delta. So an n plus 1 st order agent is a stochastic function from its nth order beliefs to a successor agent of order n. Creating a successor agent is a form of currying. Playing a game. 
Two agents and plus one, BN plus one and N plus one interact as follows. Find distribution CN, DN on and such that CN equals N plus one DN and DN equals BN plus one CN. So, CN, DN, is a fixed point representing consistent NTH order beliefs that the agents have about each other too. Sample N from CN and sample BN from DN. Repeat steps 1 and 2 on and and BN until we end up with A0, B0 and A0. Calculate the payoff UA0, B0 for the first player. Now take the expectation over all samples in step 2, and take the minimum over all choices of fixed point in step 1. This gives a lower bound on the first player's expected payoff. Some agents. Now we can write down formulas for the kind of higher order reasoning discussed earlier. The first order agent that always plays the best response to its opponent is defined by A1D0 equals argmax is 0 EUA0, D0. It achieves a Nash equilibrium when playing against itself. A second order agent that always plays the best response to its opponent is A2D1D0 equals argmax 0 EUC0, D1C0, 3. This agent also achieves a Nash equilibrium when playing against itself. In a future post I'll construct a different second order agent that both plays the best response to any first order agent, and also achieves a Pareto optimal outcome when playing against itself. Summary. Infinity. There's a sense in which the zeroth order maximum agent is an approximation of the first order best response agent, which is itself an approximation of the second order argmaxing agent. Standard domain theoretical construction should allow construction of infinite order agents, including an infinite order strategic agent that subsumes all finite order best response behavior. Fortunately the hierarchy ends at infinity, A has type, delta A delta A. However, whether and how this works depends a lot on the technical details I haven't worked out, so I hesitate to say any more about it. Correlated strategies. This framework doesn't have correlated strategies built in but I have a hunch that agents of sufficiently high order can play correlated strategies anyways. Technical details. Everything is a domain, in particular, at co. X0 is also a lower semi-lattice. The mapping spaces, XY, are spaces of Scott continuous functions. Delta is some kind of probabilistic power domain. An approach similar to, Jones and Plotkin 1989, might just work, Delta X would be the set of probability measures on the Borel sigma algebra of X which restrict to continuous evaluations on open sets. But it's possible Delta X will have to contain sets of probability measures, in order to express non-deterministic choice of fixed point. Possible approaches include, Mislove 2000, Tix, Kimmel, Plotkin 2009, Gabalt-Lorec 2007, and of course, Oppel and Kozoi 2021. There's also the field of quantitative semantics, which I don't know anything about. I'd like to have fixed points, CN, DN, which are maximal elements of delta XN times delta XN. This might follow easily from the Kakutani fixed point theorem, but it really depends on how delta is defined. Another issue is that higher order strategic agents have to compute fixed points themselves, in order to calculate the expected value of playing a lower order policy. I'm not sure if this can be done continuously. It might require the use of a reflective oracle somehow. This work was supported by a grant from the Center on Long-Term Risk. Thanks to Alex Oppel, Adele Dewey-Lopez, and Patrick LaVictoire for discussions about these ideas. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.